I'm Sydney from the As Told By Them team and welcome to this podcast. As Told By Them is a social enterprise project that aims to raise awareness about the problems of unemployment and homelessness in London through podcasts. We hope that through the sharing of these stories, you can gain an insight into the sector of society that is often forgotten. I hope you enjoy listening to these daunting yet inspiring stories. So let's get into it. Hi everyone and welcome to our very first episode of As Told By Them, a podcast by LSE and Axis. Hopefully you've gotten a clear idea of what we do from the introduction, so let's jump right into it. I don't know about you, but when I think of unemployment, I normally think lazy or unmotivated or maybe uneducated, but recently I've had the chance to sit down with someone who's really changed my perspective on things. He shared his story with me and it got me thinking that, I mean, there's so many factors that go into someone being unemployed that we really shouldn't, as a society, make preconceived notions about why someone is um, unemployed and sort of what put them in that situation. But I think that it's better you hear it from him rather than from me. So this is that story as told by Steve McQueen. Hi, my name is Steve McQueen. I'm 29 years old. I'm currently employed by the Civil Service Ministry of Defence. Um, I'm here to discuss my story. I'm here to tell you my story um, of, of my struggles of, of finding employment. I got a position at a construction company in London as a site manager. And at that point, I got promoted to project manager and I got moved to um, our offices in Victoria. And from there, I, I had um, I oversaw several, several projects simultaneously. Um, and that went on for about three years. Um, then end of last year, had a um, towards the end of last year, I had a bit of a family tragedy, and um, which required me to go back to Poland for a few months to sort out um, funeral arrangements and stuff like that. Um, upon my return, I had time to reflect uh, on my life and what I'm doing. Um, I wasn't happy where I was. I was stressed. I was kind of going through the motions with everything towards the end. Um, you know, the learning curve kind of stopped for me at that, at that point, I realised. Um, so I wanted something different. Um, upon my return, I spoke to um, I spoke to my old, old employer. Um, and basically, um, we decided to do a, a start a business together. Um, it, it was a specific business that we, we, we discussed. There was a somewhat of a gap in the market that we noticed. Um, so we did that. And I fit my role. So before I was his employee, right, I, I, was, I, was, a, I was a project manager. That's fine, but now this was a full part, full-on partnership. As in the business, you know, I was getting equity in the company um, and, and and bonuses based on profits, etc. Um, so, so I saw this as my own as well, and that's how I treated it. I put 110% effort, in, and it was going really well. The company itself was doing really well. For the first month, we had our turnover was 15k. Um, by the fourth month, the fourth the month I left, um, it was a 72,000 that we had turnover. So it's okay for for a new start and and. Um, so the company itself was doing really well. The issues that I had was was my um, my relationship with my old employer. He had problems seeing me as an equal. Um, he was still trying to treat me as a as a as an employee, kind of that kind of a, a approach to it all. And I didn't like that. I wasn't gonna like I said, especially not with the amount of effort that I was putting into this company. Um, so I spoke to him once. It didn't take. I spoke to him again. I made it clear that I'm I'm, I'm thinking about leaving. Um, again, it didn't take. So I left. At that point, uh, I I had to. Um, sign up for, for, for some benefits because um, money was short as it was 
And um, so I signed up for housing benefit. That um, required me to go into to and sign on every two weeks and go and meet an advisor. As I signed on uh, with the job center, job center was a lot of help to me in general. Um, like I said, my, my position was was a project manager. I didn't want to. The biggest thing I wouldn't want to do is take a step down in, in, in career wise. You know, if, if I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to now go and be a sales assistant or something. Um, like it felt that I, I worked hard to get where I was. Like I really did work hard to get that to get that experience to get the, get that kind of um, um, position and the knowledge rather. Um, so so I didn't want to do anything like that. So so with that said, the job center wasn't able to offer me a lot of help in in, in terms of even pointing me in the right direction. However, within a month or so uh, of, of me just going back and forth there. The, um, the, my advisor, Gerald, he, he, he gave me one position to, to, kind of showed me one position, because it was, it was internally going between them. It was a civil service job for project management. And because he remembered I was one of the only people in the building that wanted to do project management, he remembered and he kind of saved it to me. Civil service applications, at least for me, they, they take a long process. They, 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 it requires you to dedicate yourself to it a little bit, you know? So anyway, I was really excited because I read through the positions. It kind of it fit what I wanted to do. What um, it, it's kind of uh, a structured environment where, where where they help me develop my skills further and and kind of see what I want to do. It all fit in, and I, it's, it's only at that point I realized that the civil service is a good, is a good option for me. Um, and and so even though that position itself, what what I did was I did all the research on on on. Um, on Saturday, throughout the weekend, so Saturday, Friday, Saturday, I, I did so much research because this was a, a large opening, had over 100 something uh, positions in it. So I assumed there was a big budget for uh, marketing as well. So it had like a like an in-depth PDF in it. And, um, and so I went through all of that. And then that in itself was very helpful because it was a re almost like a career pathway kind of showing you what you should know. Well, you, if you don't know it, then you go study that, you know. And um, so, so that was big help in itself. And that got me really excited. So I read in all of that. I read all of all the information. I did all the research I had to do on it. You know that the the, um, the questions on it were still kind of daunting because I knew the format you had to do it, and you had to do it in that star format, uh, which is you know uh, which is situation, task, action, result, um, and and limited to two hundred and fifty words, whatever the behavior question is. Um, so that was kind of daunting. But what I did was I did all the research I had to do. Um, I, I kind of I bought myself um, uh, two whiteboards, and, and I wrote on them. I kind of did separate notes so I can access everything. Um, I, I connected my laptop to to the television. I used the laptop as a second screen, and the television as a main screen. So basically, I, I had pocket of information all over the place, and I kind of. Uh, I broke it all down for myself as, as I did with projects uh, in, in construction, um, and and then on 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 a Sunday morning because I, I did I decided what I'm going to do. I'll do all the research and on a Sunday I'm going to sit down and do it all at one go. And that's what I did. I woke up four four o'clock in the morning on Sunday, and and I did it in one go. And I sat down because I had I had sort of ideas of what I want to do in the behavior questions, and it and it went and it just flowed nicely. By by the time I finished, it was eleven thirty-five. I remember specifically that twenty minutes or so to to the deadline. And I sent off the application, but that in itself it gave me this this uh, this additional confidence. It wasn't like superficial confidence that I had before. This this gave me that kind of uh, like affirmed it to me that hey, if you focus, whatever the hell it is, like you knew nothing about this, you focus, you go and do it, you break it down into chunks that you understand, and then just build it back up, uh, and and then um and then you can do it. So that gave me that kind of drive. Like okay, it showed me what I need to work on. Um, anyway, that was the sign that I wanted to, to mention on, on, um, on, on, on kind of 
not seeing failure as a as a as a negative. You know, I, I, that that was a big thing for me. I suppose changing my my relationship with with failure and and procrastination. See, procrastination is the evil one. Yeah, it, it, failure is not. Uh, failure, is, failure is failure. Failure is your friend, in my in my opinion. Now, um, think of anything. Uh, think of when you go gym. What do you do? It's, it's, it's practiced failure. You know, you 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 push yourself to the point where you can't do it anymore, and then your body overcomes, and that, that's what growth is. You know, that's 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 the way I see it now. So as long as you take away the right information from it, or, or the right. Uh, um, um, yeah, right information from it, so you don't repeat the same mistakes, then, then you should never see failure as, a, as a, meg a negative thing. In between, you know, me saying that just this story sounds really nice, but in between, you know, there's, there's so many people that, that were telling me something else, you know, my parents even told me, my, my parents told me about a position that Lidl is, uh, is recruiting. Yeah, look, it, it, it's funny, obviously, but, uh, but, but it, it's demotivating in itself when, when at that time, look, I, I had no money. I was sort of in debt already. Um, I had no money now to pay off the, 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 the debt I had. You know, I had no, no income, rather. Um, you know, you, you, got, you, got, you got nothing stable and then you kind of get yourself motivated and you're doing something completely new and a different field, you know. It's not me picking up a phone to an old contact like, let me go work as a site manager. That would be, uh, that was doable for me. That was actually achievable for me almost at any point. To, to call around the old contacts and try and get a, a lesser job in construction. But I didn't want to do that. Um, and, and for me, that was really difficult to, to keep myself motivated. And then at the same time, keep everyone else motivated. Well, that's how I saw it. Once it started to piss me off that, um, that, 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 that I have to motivate. I, I'm having issues motivating myself. Why the hell am I motivating you as well? So I kind of isolated myself from a lot of people. Well, from a lot of people. I had to make, first of all, I had to look honestly into my, at my life at the people in my life um, and take responsibility that I let them into my life. So anyone that was, that was, that was um, sort of a bad influence or, or sort of bad, bad for me in any way, was negative in my life, that's it. I, I cut them, I cut everybody. Seriously, I've got about three friends left here. <laughs> but um, I'm serious, but it was, that was really good. But that, at that point, again, I had this empowerment because I took responsibility for my life. Yeah, this, this doesn't matter I have three friends, I'll make more friends. and and. So, so, but I took responsibility of my life and then I cut them all out. I, I, I isolated myself from the remaining three friends and, um, and, I, and I shut myself in my, in, my, um, in my room for about three months, in fairness, um, just doing these applications and doing all of that. And a week later, I, I got the call for that my, they, uh, they gave me an interview for the um, Ministry of Defence. So what did you guys think about that story? It's kind of weird, isn't it? Like, he's a highly skilled professional and he ran management positions, but he still ended up finding himself unemployed and having to go through the struggles of building his life back up from scratch again. I had the pleasure of meeting Steve just a couple of weeks back to hear his story and also had the chance to ask him some questions I had regarding his experience. His answers really gave me a better insight on his whole experience being unemployed and I hope it does so for you too. So hi Steve, thank you for your story. It was really inspiring and interesting. So listening to your story, I have a few questions that I like to ask. Okay. What was your experience like at the job center? So how you felt that they did help or maybe didn't help? So of how you feel that they could have improved your experience there? The job center was a bit difficult for me because every two weeks I'd come in and I'd speak to the guy for about 10 minutes about nothing. I would let him know what I did in the meantime, what kind of positions I'm applying for, that I've got an interview here or something. And that's it. And I'd leave after 10 minutes and, and I have an appointment in another two weeks. 
and that's all it was my my um my my experience with the job center in essence so i think that the way that you approach this whole thing is very different from how people normally see unemployment so what do you think the public should be more aware about those who are in unemployment in terms of the, the perception public should have, they should understand that um everybody has a different situation and 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 yes from me right now it's it, it's easy to say there's jobs out there you can go find it look yeah. i can do it you can do it you know it's very easy to say that but i also know that about six seven months ago i wouldn't have been ready to hear that it is it's a mindset it's, you have to kind of want it yourself that individual so so the public in in, ter- in terms of um bad stigma or bad bad impression of unemployment you, they have to understand that you know people are going through their own changes yeah. you know someone can be in, in a job for 30 years then they and then they have this kind of breakthrough moment and they realize this is not the field i'm interested right. in you know that is a big crushing kind of weight on you that that they might need additional months or years to deal with before they apply before they they think okay that was actually experience for me just kind of be understanding i suppose in it, it would be the answer to that question so obviously now that you've you got your security clearance yes. you're going to start your work soon looking back on your whole experience what would you say is like one thing you would tell yourself sort of your biggest takeaway decide what you want and go get it that's what i would have said to myself because everything i've done up until this point i knew i had to do that mm-hmm. it was nothing i i found out there's no no mentor no 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 one above me that told me go this path everything i figured out along the way or i already knew that i had to do and and it was just a case of doing it you know so it's very important to decide what you want is decide where you want to go so so for me like i said developing personal development so, so figure it along those lines and and that's what i would have done to said to myself and, and just decide what you want and, and go get it i know you're very excited to start your mm-hmm. new job so yes. first start on life what's the one thing that you're looking forward to the most so the most the, 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 it's my personal development like uh, I, i'm really excited that um that i'll be able to, to to learn look all my jobs up until now were very limited in in resources provided to me to mm-hmm. to, to further develop myself you know um um, whereas here I feel like it, it, I'm really excited about the fact that there is just there'll be there's, there's a civil service learning department yeah. that's just based on helping civil servants learn look I know I have a lot I have a lot of things to offer but I also doubt myself at the mm-hmm. now and then. so it's nice to hear from from other people that are on the same level if you will yeah. thank you so much for your time Steve you're welcome <laughs> thank you for sharing your story well there we have it the story of Steve McQueen It's thought-provoking how Steve doesn't exactly fit the stereotype of those who are unemployed. I mean, to me, I envision someone like that to lack relevant skills or motivation, or just to put things bluntly, maybe someone who just can't be bothered to find a job. But Steve doesn't match that at all. He's skilled and motivated, but yet he's found himself in a situation that most people wouldn't. Fortunately, his story has a happy ending, and he's moving on to a new job that he's super excited about, and we really wish him all the best at that. This experience has made me realize how misplaced the preconceived notions we have of unemployment are. Maybe we're not opening our minds and hearts to understand the different situations that people are going through. I don't know about you, but after hearing Steve, I have definitely changed my perspective of the unemployed. Moving on, our next episode is aimed to show you the different kinds of people going through the same issue and hopefully gives you some insight into their lives. And with that, we've come to the end of our very first episode. Thank you all for listening to our podcast, as told by them. If you check out our bio, you'll see that there's a link to our site as well as an email address. Feel free to send in any questions that you might have regarding the stories or if you're someone who can relate and wants to share their story, do reach out to us. 
We would love for you to share your experience. Finally, we would like to thank Suited and Booted for introducing us to Steve. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you'll tune in to our next episode. Bye!